Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The 11 to 1 show. She is hoping to head out on her fourth humanitarian mission to Ukraine, travelling to the border village of Brody, which is three hours across the border, about halfway between Lviv and Kiev. But Garda Idel Dugdale from Trim is hoping to make a special appeal before she goes and she joins me on the line. How are you doing, Idel? Morning or afternoon now. How are you, Sid? I'm good, I'm good. So you're hoping to head out again to Ukraine, uh, to an area called Brody. Tell me, first of all, how did you get involved in these humanitarian missions? Yeah, so this is our fourth mission we're going to head over. So there was um, Mick Hughes and uh, Orla, his partner, had uh, decided when the war began that they'd like to try and uh, send over humanitarian aid. And they got in touch with um, a charity over in Ukraine called um, that's the Sunshine of Hill. So they said that what they wanted to do was um, they needed 4 by 4 g because what ultimately they needed was to take the wounded or dead unfortunately, from the front line that are in the war to their families. So they set up this Irish 4 by 4 appeal and I decided I'd jump on board. Because of course you did, because this is part of who you are, you tell. You love to help a person <laughs> in need. Now, it's not an easy trip to make for all sorts of reasons. Describe the journey. How do you actually make it in there? Yeah, so look, this was more a personal um mission for me rather than a part of a Garda Shikana, even though like they're very much um supporting off me within the job. But um this was something that I really wanted to do for myself. So what we do is we, we fill up our four by four Jeeps with all medical aid and we get the ferry from um down to on Wexford and we head over to France and then we drive then from France all the way down then into in across the Polish border into Ukraine. Okay, so th- this takes quite some time. Like, how how long does this actually you're talking, take? Yeah, so like you're you're talking. We could leave on a Monday from Ireland, and we'd be getting the the flight back home on the Saturday morning. So all in all, it, the drive all in all is taking about three long days, three to four long days. You're constantly driving. So what we do is we try and have a cold drivers, so you're splitting the time. So you're doing like three hours on, three hours off. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, the last trip, we have to mention this because you got quite the surprise on your last trip in February. <laughs> uh, the, the crew organised a special night for you. Yeah, well, so I'm getting married on, on the 1st of June um, and this is my fourth, like, actually, this will be my fourth time to try and organise this wedding, no more than my fourth trip to Ukraine, but because <laughs> uh, it's a free COVID wedding. But, um, yeah, they threw me a surprise end party on the very last time, which was so nice, but... Um, I was shocked like oh, I was just amazing but it really kind of lightened the mood and um, set the tone as you say for the rest of the trip so it was so oh, yeah. oh yeah and you need those moments of light, light relief to oh, lift the spirits oh 100% yeah because where you're going and you know where you're going and you know we we can all, we can all have the fun and we'll have the crack on the boat and when we're driving down and we're stopping for 10 minutes for a coffee break here there and everything's worth refuel and stuff like that but 
you ultimately know the darkness that's coming and where you are going. So you need moments of light relief. Oh, definitely. So when you arrive in Brody, no doubt huge shocks to the system. Can you describe what sort of you see when you get there? Yeah, so look, you, you, you obviously have the, the Polish border first and that's fine. We go through everything in the vehicle has to be either removed or taken off and searched and obviously for safety reasons and then we load everything back in. And when I mean our, our, our jeeps are full, there's not even, like, there's not even an ounce of space left in these jeeps. We are packing stuff in to bring the most that we can to benefit people. But then we get through that border, then we go into Ukraine, we do that border as well, and then we meet um, a lovely lady, Victoria, and she assists us then from there on in. But when, you're, when, you, when you go across that border, you're seeing um, trams, buggies, toys, clothing, shoes, um, cars that have broken down left at the border because they've obviously at the time when the war first initiated these people were trying to evacuate and trying to get out in a hurry and stuff mm-hmm. just had to left behind and that stuff is still there and that's very haunting when you go in across that line because then you know where you're going so you're travelling across the country you're trying to stay out of the town you're seeing um, little checkpoints men standing there isolated by themselves with a gun that unfortunately if they're met by a load of Russians like they're not going to stand a chance by themselves it's very it's just it's, 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 it's actually indescribable it's, it's, it's something that you see in a movie it's very hard to think that this is actually going on even when you're driving through it But even when you say about the buggies left and, and, and things abandoned it conjures up an image straight away for us and, and do you notice little changes then when you go back do you notice yeah, people like that may every, not be there every ta- Yeah every time we've gone back you've seen it, it, to me it just seems like the light is going out more and more in in, in the Ukrainians, like, even though, like, they're so strong mentally and, the, like, the love they have for us when we come over is unbelievable, and even in the, in the time where they're trying to fight to keep their country. But, like, you're not seeing children outside, you're not seeing children go to school, you're not seeing anybody walking the street, engaged in conversation, sitting outside a coffee shop. Like, people are only out to get the bits and pieces that they need in town and they're going back again. When we went into Brody the last time, um, we met the mayor. We were very lucky to meet the mayor and he gave us a little tour around his um, town. But he actually had to put the light on on the street because it was past the curfew time. Wow. You have a special appeal for us. You need a vehicle. Yeah, so look, unfortunately, I think I've I've gotten the well fairly dry in the area that I'm living in and people are starting to avoid me in the streets now at this stage because I'm fundraising for one thing or another. But I really need, for me to go out on, on another mission and I'd love to do it, I, I need a vehicle and I'd love if somebody could donate one to me. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be brand new, but it just needs to be roadworthy enough for us to get to Ukraine and for the Ukrainians to use it where needed. So what we look for is either a van or like um, a Pathfinder or um, um, those type of vehicles, yeah. the longer base 4x4 vehicles that they can that they can carry the wounded in the back, you know, in the long base vehicles or we, they can use it for, for, for medical supply runs. Okay, so something like this, vital, vital for the people out there. This is what you're doing all of the time. You're sending yeah. vehicles like this to them. You're sending aid. Like This is kind of going to be a huge, huge deal if you arrive at one of these. Oh, yeah, like, like this, this is... This is basically gold for the Ukrainians and the the soldiers out there at the moment. This is what they need. This is because they need these type of vehicles to get into terrain that a normal vehicle wouldn't get into. They need them to carry back the wounded to their families. They need it to get 
supplies, medical supplies straight to the front line. Like this is so invaluable. I can't even express how, you know, much this would mean for for us to be able to get this so we can bring it out. But for the Ukrainians themselves, it's it'll be just it's invaluable to be honest, Sinead. And and in terms of if people have something like this, if people think, Do you know what, I want to donate, I want to help in this way, I have something here that would be suitable, how can they reach out to you? Um, look, they can they can reach me. I'm on social media, Facebook or Instagram. Or if they want to ring the Garda station and just leave their number, I'll get back to them personally myself. Um, now we do, you know, we're, we're, we do appreciate that everybody wants to help, but we, yeah. we we can't take vehicles that are going to take us an extensive amount of money or time to try and get them fixed and, and roadworthy. You know, we need something that is quite decent and mm-hmm. um, that that we can kind of take straight away because um, other than that we don't want any breakages or breakdowns halfway across like maybe into Germany or Poland you know we, we kind of want these vehicles good vehicles that when we give them and we hand them over we're, we're proud to hand them over that they're coming from the Irish people and that we're not giving them something rubbish that they, that they need something that they can use Absolutely and when do you hope to head out again? Is there a time frame on this? Um, yeah, so we'll be. It'll be after the summer. So because because like I said, we have the well run dry now at this stage. We need to try and fundraise again for mm-hmm. other stuff and to get money for petrol and diesel and you know for um, items in the thing. So maybe by August time, we'd like to try and have everything done. So okay. if, if I give August, yeah. Okay. Well, wishing you the best of luck. We will keep uh, supporting you in whatever way we can, Edel. As always, a pleasure chatting to you on the show. Thanks, my name's Take care. Thank you so much, Edel Dugdale there. Can you help her? Are you somebody that works around cars? Are you somebody that has something that is there, that is roadworthy, that could be used? This would be hugely, hugely appreciated. If you want any of the details, by the way, if you want to contact Edel directly, you can reach us here as well at the station and we can f- facilitate that 0419832000. The 11 to 1 show. 